Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. I want you to know the ABCs of life are more important than the XYZs. A lot of times in life we want to get to the end of it, but we've got to start in the beginning of it. I'm going to give you this month some powerful tools, I think, excuse me, to help you get to the place of understanding that the basics in life or the fundamentals or the foundational principles of the gospel are not only a, just maybe the most powerful elements, they're the elements you have to apply to your life if you're going to be successful in life. Today, we're going to be talking about victory. And here's the thing I want you to know about victory. Victory isn't up to God. Victory is up to you because he decided to give you victory. Turn to 1 Peter 5 and 6, and I've been looking at this, and I want you to see this. You know, I was thinking about something. There ain't no I, you know, as you say, there ain't no I in team. You know what I mean? But I got news for you. There is an I in victory, amen? There, you got to have to play your part if you're going to be victorious in life. This is the thing, you know. You can be a status quo Christian forever, or you could be a next-level believer in Christ. That's important, ain't it? I'm talking to you. I'm going to champion you alongside. Now, this is what I need some of you to do. You need to get the app, the Chris Sarno Ministry app. Miss Linda's even helping me with the confession side. Lauren's helping me with this stuff. Get the app right now. Go on your phone. If you're an iPhone user, I see. I like your phone interaction. Get the app. Just go to app. Go Chris Sarno Ministries. You're going to find there's an app in there. You're going to get the daily confession. You're going to get the daily motivation. You're going to get the daily word of the day, okay? That's going to come to you every day. I'm going to start shooting videos. I'm going to start championing you. I'm going to start coming alongside of you. I'm going to start having five minutes praying in the tongues with you, three minutes confessing the word with you. I, every day, daily, I'm going to be in your face, okay? I, if you do, listen, that one-year Bible business, God bless you. I don't know anybody that really did it except three people, okay? Why? It's like five chapters. You got kids, life, this, that. You don't do it. It's, uh, it's, uh, I, if you do it, God bless you, but here's the deal. Get on the page. Get the notification. Get the scripture. Get the motivation. Get the confession. Get the little thing, and get your day going, because most people are not going to do the 10 minutes every day of this and the 20 minutes of that. I get it. God's not mad at you. Nobody shot out with you. Let's just run and train in this thing and get there. Amen? I'm telling you, it's going to help you, okay? So look what it says. Why? Because we got to understand that victory is guaranteed, but victory means you got to take actions to achieve it. Just because you got it doesn't mean you're going to walk in it. Most people do this. I have enough problems in life. I'll just be happy if I don't have any more problems. That is not the mentality of a champion. You have to go back and occupy and take ground. That means if you're going to be victorious, you're probably going to constantly be in a press. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be constantly pressing and pursuing. You know, it's funny. The reason why I wanted to talk about victory was today's the Super Bowl, right? You know what I thought about? I was thinking about something the other day. You know what? As much as you like these guys, don't like these guys, even like this Brady, right? Six-time Super Bowl champion. You know what he said about retiring? The day I get tired of watching film, the day I get tired of practicing, and the day I get tired of competing in air, I'll stop and I'll retire. This guy doesn't become a champion. Anybody, Michael Jordan, six-times NBA champion. You know what he said? He was in practice punching guys in the face because they weren't trying as hard as he was. Everybody that played with him said he was a jerk. Not that he was a jerk as a bad guy as a sportsman, but he was a jerk. He pushed the best out of you each and every day. So here's the thing, if athletes have a mentality of, I got to press every day to be great, to compete, Jesus said, you're an athlete running a race. You think it's just going to be a picnic every day in Christ? You're going to get up and just go, oh, today I'm just going to pick daisies and everything's going to be great. No, you're going to have to get in the trench and you're going to have to press into the things of God. You're going to have to press into the word when you don't feel like doing. I don't think these guys want to get up every day and go practice. But if you want to be a champion, it's going to take what? Practicing at a level most people don't want to practice. We're talking about the daily practices of Christ to keep you strong so you can maintain. I'm going to give you over the next week and probably next week, it's probably going to take two weeks, I'm going to give you seven key factors that if you apply to your life, your life has to change. They produce victory in your life. I got news for you. You're going to have to encourage yourself because ain't nobody coming to encourage you. You're going to have to do some stuff that you're going to have to do so you can be safe in this journey called life and you can walk it out in Christ with strength. It's important, Amen. So look at this scripture, look what it says here. I think we got to understand this first and foremost. Well, why do I got to win? Because I'm in a battle each and every day. Yeah. Jesus won. 
He's what? Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He already finished. He's got victory. But guess what? If you're going to continually, perpetually have victory on the daily, it's going to be because what you do in the daily. Now, here's what I want you to know, guys. It's okay. You got mind stuff coming against you. You got life stuff coming against you. Look, I'm not crazy and sitting here thinking like life's easy. Life's tough, but I got news for you. You're tougher than life. I'm telling you, you are. And if I can get these principles over to you, they work. Because you're working with the undefeated champion. He ain't never lost a battle a day in his life. Come on, somebody. See, that's, that, you start talking to people like this, no losses, no lack. See, the church loves this. Now, don't get mad at me. I love you. But the church, not this church, the church loves to coddle your soul. You know, it's okay to be broken. It's okay to be this. It's okay to be that. Listen, I got news for you. It's okay to have all that but not stay like that. Jesus took your brokenness so he can make you whole. He took your sick so he can make you well. I don't have no problem, but the church wants to. See, it preaches better when you keep everybody in an emotional state like we understand. No, when you start talking victory, it doesn't allow you to stay in your emotions. It doesn't allow you to stay in the setbacks of life. It doesn't allow you to stay in the mindsets. It doesn't allow you. It doesn't allow you. It doesn't allow you. It makes you push for victory. And once you start pushing for victory, guess what you notice? Man, this, I don't talk like everybody else. See, victory don't talk lack. Victory don't talk defeat. Victory don't even talk emotions. You ever been in a real game playing or pressing for someone? Oh, we're tired. You ever heard, you ever hear a bunch of guys on a, let me ask you a question. You think today on that field, somebody on that sideline pressing for a prize, they waited all their life is going to go, I'm really tired today. Let's, can we take a break? No, they're going to leave their, they're going to leave a piece of their life out on the field because I've been waiting for this moment all my life. See, I don't understand why the church thinks this any other thing. God's always talking about you being in a race, being in a battle, being in a press, running for a prize. He said, I, be, I press for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What's he talking about? Military terms, pressing and occupying, pursuing. Doubt. What is he talking about? He's talking, wake up. He's talking about me and you and the thing called life. You think this is going to be, oh, it's going to be great? I know what it gets like. Oh, God, as long as I don't have more problems, I like to just stay. No, 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 no. Problems come with the battle. You can't let this stuff sideline you. You can't want to get out. I want to get out. It's so hard. Well, who promised you life was going to be a joy? Jesus said in this earth you're going to have tribulation, but it's going to be okay because you got faith, and your faith has overcome the world. We got to start getting ready for opposition. Wake up tomorrow knowing I got opposition waiting for me. Stop this, this non-offensive Christianity. You sit back and like, oh, I'm just going to, no, no, no. Get up tomorrow No, I got a fight waiting for me. I got a battle waiting for me. I got a test waiting for me. I got a place to triumph waiting for me. And instead of me sitting here lethargic, I'm getting up tomorrow and I'm putting the word of God in my mouth. I'm putting the word of God in my mind. I'm putting the spirit of God inside of me. I'm tapping into the Holy Ghost. I'm pressing in pursuing. I'm going to be so ready for Monday. Monday better wake up early for me. Why? I'm getting in this thing ready to go. Shifting your mentality. Changing the way you think. Changing the way you see. It's okay though. Man, you're going to be so strong. I'm telling you what. My God in heaven. You know, I got this buddy. He goes to the doctor. You know, he goes to this, I don't know, some whacked out doctor. Three hours he's in there getting tested. Every year he goes. Some of you know you're all into this stuff. I don't know nothing about it, but if you want to, you know, test me out, you can test me. It'd be fine. And he goes, oh, he does this. He makes him move stuff. He makes his balance. Does all this. And then he takes blood work, and he goes, I find his deficiencies. And then he goes, I write him up at work, and then they design his vitamins for him. Like, you know, you don't, you don't get, like, no magnesium or something. How the heck do you know this stuff? Somebody does. Do people know this stuff? And he said, I do it because when I go... I find out what I'm deficient in. And then we adjust it as we go. Do you ever take a spiritual checkup of what you're deficient in? Is that a neg That's not a negative to say, oh, hey, I got a checkup. I go get a checkup every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you got to know where you're deficient. Stop living like this goofy life of Christianity and go, oh, I'm good spiritually. No, ask yourself, take an inventory, and over this next month go, hey, where am I maybe a little deficient? Maybe some areas I just need to tweak. Why wouldn't you just tweak the little bit of areas you need to tweak so you could be stronger in the earth and win in the spiritual life? This is not a negative. This is not positive. I'm finding where the areas is I need to let the weak be strong. So this is not going to be a month where I'm picking on you or giving you a hard time. Or like, hey, you know, you're not doing your Christian duty. 
No, you're learning where to strengthen some of my weaknesses so I can be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, and I'll stop facing the earth in my own strength. Because as long as I'm not in my strength, I'm in his strength, and if I'm in his strength, I'm going to win. Yeah, I know, we all go through life hits, everybody does, but guess what? How do I overcome it? Yeah, we all made mistakes, okay? Look, everybody has a failure. We, uh, this is so bad in church. Well, you can't say. No, we failed. It's okay. Okay? We've been through some failures. But failures ain't final or fatal until you quit. So don't look at like you were bankrupt. Who cares? You can pick that up. Don't look at you got divorced and it looks like 20 years of your life was wasted. No, you can pick that up. Don't look and say, somebody stop. Don't worry about it. We could change that. Don't look at this. Oh, my kid, look at, don't look at that. Oh, look, I spent 20 years high. Don't worry about that. We could change it in the next 20 years. Get out of this mindset that you stay stuck in a moment of time, and now it dictates your future. Lose it. And start today brand new and fresh and go, you know what? There's ways to take this word of God and apply it to my life so I could transform my future, and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to go to the basics, and I'm going to fix some of these things. I'm going to work on the ABCs so I can fix the XYZs. You know, I was kidding, uh, you know, their daycare was over there this morning, a couple of people, and I was laughing. I said, you know, we don't sing the song ABC. Now I know my ABC. No, you don't know it till XYZ shows up. That's the problem. Knowing the first three doesn't mean you know your ABCs. You got to know all of them before you could sing the song. There's some spiritual XYZs you got to learn, but you better get some ABCs going and keep them maintaining in your life. Otherwise, the XYZs will never show up. It's progressional. You see it? So look at this. I said all that to say this, and it's true, because if you think about it, if you're not careful, you'll get weary and well-doing. And when you get weary and well-doing, that's when you get weak. You know what I'm saying? So put these elements in there and let's keep them. Look what it says right here. It says, if you bow low in God's awesome presence, he'll eventually exalt you. As you leave the timing in his hands, my God in heaven, you got to underline that. Ain't that true? Boy, how good would my life be if I can leave the timing in God's hands? Hey, my God, I'm ready now. God like, no, you ain't. Woo-hoo, right? God, I'm ready now. No, you ain't. Maybe tomorrow. No, you ain't. <laughs> How many of you feel ready right now? I'm ready for a breakthrough right now. How many of you want something to change right now? Right now. Amen. God's like, just a little bit longer. Right? Right? And you're like, oh, God. How long? How much longer? Just a little bit. Well, God, you're very confusing when you say a little bit, because a day to you and a thousand years are the same. And I work on a thing called time. I know you have nothing about this thing, because you're a different clock. Uh, is this going to be like, uh, oh, it'll be quick, like uh, 900 years quick, or like, what do you consider to be quick? Because we got to have some communication before we start talking about time as you see it. You know what I mean? A day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is as a day. Well, uh, God, uh, that's not how we work down here. So can you please give me a little bit more detail, sir, please? Leave the timing in his hands. He knows the right timing, amen? It's funny, but it's true, ain't it? Because I really like to meddle in timing, because I think I need it now. Praise the Lord. How about now? And he goes, later. And then you come back five minutes later, Now? Can we do it now? Y'all lie in church, and y'all, you stop lying in church, because it's really not good to lie in church. I'll admit it, you don't have no patience. Okay, thank you very much. It's all corporately repent at the same time. Sorry, God. Over. Good. Here we go, right? Look what he says in verse 7. Now, you got to realize this. Bow low, keep it up. Pour out all your worries and stress upon him, and leave them there. Now, listen, if you did that, what's tomorrow going to look like? We don't do this stuff. Stop lying to me and telling me you're leaving your cares and your worries to God. If you left your cares, your worries, your fears, your frets, your anxieties, and all these things at God's feet, every day you live life, it would be great. We keep carrying these things into life he didn't tell you to carry. This is what victorious people do. Leave the stuff there. He's got big enough shoulders to handle it. Leave it at his feet and cast your care. I showed you a long time ago. You know, you guys cast it, and then you go back five minutes later and pick it up. You guys leave it, and in five minutes, oh, you know, God, let me, let me, you know, it's the kids, and let me kind of get involved. No. Oh, God, 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 you know, I kind of gave it to you, but let me, let's kind of talk about it. No. Leave it there. Because why? Leave them there, for he always tenderly cares for you. And that's cool. God's, God's tender with you, man. God's not rough. 
He's tender. He's like, hey, come on, let's get there. Look, just keep going. Watch, be well balanced and always alert. Why is that? Because this devil's roaming around like a roaring lion incessantly. He's a pain. You know, he called him Beelzebub, like a fly. He just, you ever get a fly just coming around? It's just a nuisance. The devil's just a nuisance. He's like a fly. You know what I mean? They call him Prince of the Flies. He's a fly around. You, gotta, you know, you ever like sit down and you got something good to eat and this, here goes a fly just keeps coming around. Like, oh, my God, you look for a fly, you just want to kill it, right? Like Mr. Miyagi it and chopstick it. Yeah, get that thing. Right? Devil's like a jerk. He's like, leave me alone. He shows up with his stupidness and he's buzzing around. It's a pain, right? He's roaring around like, what? He's roaring like a lion looking for his prey to devour. Well, he's a jerk. He's just out trying to kill, steal, and destroy. You know this. So what do you think? Every day you don't wake up and there's an adversary waiting for you? Yeah, look, take a decisive stand against him. Resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know... Everybody's dealing with the same stuff that are in the world. We're all going through this. And let me let you in on a secret. The enemy would love to make you feel isolated and think you're the only person in the world having these crazy ideas go through your head. Sorry, we're all having the crazy ideas go through our head. Okay? So don't think you're more exempt than someone else. Everybody's got to go through stuff. You just get more discipline at telling the enemy, shut up. See? Some people just like, ooh, maybe that's me. Maybe that's God. Maybe that's the devil. When you get good at this, you understand the voice of the Lord, and you know when the enemy's speaking, and you get real good at telling them, shut up. All you are is maybe a little bit more developed than somebody, but everybody's got to go through the same tests and trials to get there. So this is the life of people. You ain't got to sit there and go, well, you know, Pastor Chris, you don't know what I'm going through. No, we're all going through the same thing. Amen? Nobody's got a rougher road. You just might have to be a little bit more disciplined in areas of your life. Now, you're going to like this, and some of you are not going to like this, but it's okay. Listen, if you've been producing the same thing the last 20 years of your life, God's not your problem. You are. You've got to start applying this word sooner or later. Well, I've been, I've been, I've been, no, 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 no. It's time to start being doers of the word. See, this is the problem. Like, they told me a long time ago, I told them in the morning, like, you know what? You would have so many more people in the church if you would just lighten up a little bit. Yeah, we had this big church thing, you know, like, we're, we've got an idea, we love the name, Relevant, it's going to be good, it'll be good, we'll go with the Relevant thing, we like it, we're, we're going to rebrand, it's going to be good, we're, we're, we're bringing these people that do this for a living, we're going to rebrand it, you know, we just really like to talk to you about one thing, we have just one thing, what was that, what was you sure, we don't want to talk about, I really like, your delivery's a little good, it's really, we, we love you, we think you're great, but, you know, can you kind of, like, basically dumb it down so you don't get the people messed up, because I could really, we could fill the building if you would dumb it, basically what they're saying, this is my, they're, they're going, Blah, 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 with all the fancy. And I'm going, you want me to dumb it down, and you got a better chance of seeing God walk through the wall because I ain't dumbing down nothing. So, like, you know, because, you know, if you be more, like, you know, just tell them how much God loves them and just leave them. No, not going to happen, okay? Because here's the deal. When all you guys are gone, because I love you, and I really love you. I really, really love you. When I'm not around you, I love you even more because absence makes my heart get me happy. So I want you around me. I want to be with you. I want to come to your house. I want to hang out with you. I really love you. Even the weird ones, I love you, okay? (laughs) But this is the real part. I was like, you're out of your mind because when they're all gone, I got to go see God. And he's going to judge me by what I told you so you can forget it. I'd rather make you mad as a hornet and keep God happy because he's happy with me. Amen? And you get mad. And if you don't want to come back, I love you. I want you to stay. You guys will. But the new people visiting, you're still on the verdict. We don't know if we want you. So we'll see how it's going. Okay. So come on. See what I'm saying? What are you kidding me? How are you going to dumb this down? These people are in a battle every day of their life. You got to go in there and go, oh, wait. Oh, I think the devil, the devil, he's a miserable jerk. He's coming to steal, kill, and destroy and keep us all crazy. You got to be ready each and every day that he's getting up early. He waited for 33 years to get Jesus. I'm pretty sure he's got time to wait to get you. You better be ready. Judas is coming. You better wake up. And you got to be alert and on guard. I'm going to be so strong in the Lord and the power. The devil sees me. He's going to start shaking because I'm here. What's he saying? You think he's going to? He's going to. Because you're here. Because you ain't going to quit. There ain't no quitting you. I ain't quitting. I ain't quitting. I might, look, the book isn't done. We're, not, we're on chapter seven. Relax. It's not the end yet. Might have looked like I lost a couple chapters, but guess what? I got a really good comeback coming in the last couple of chapters. Don't worry about that. You better believe it, man. Might not look like I won every page, but trust me right here now, I'm going to win when we get to the end. Come on. 
You got to look at it. God never left human frailty out of the Bible. Never. He showed you humans frailty, and he showed you that they could become overcomers. He never talked to anybody. He talked to Gideon like Gideon, some champion. That joker scared and hiding behind a wine press. He said, mighty man of valor. Gideon's like, who the heck are you talking to? I'm scared out of my mind. Who are you? He's like, I'm an angel from God. You came from heaven and heaven told you that? You got the wrong address, bro, because that ain't me. I'm scared. He said, I don't care if you're scared. God never told you. When's the last time you went into prayer and God said, yep, you know what? It's all over. You're going to lose. You might as well quit now. When did that ever happen to you? When did that ever happen to you? No. When have you ever gone in there and say, God, I got a battle so big, and God said, ah, oh, you know what, it's too big for you and me. Why don't you just pack it in and quit? No, no, no. When did you, some of you walk through hell, you understand me? That ain't no cuss word. That's the opposition of the enemy coming against you. Some of you walk through hell, and you should have quit. You should have lost. You should have said, that's it. You got back up, and you won, and you're winning, and you're overcoming, and you got victory, and your faith's overcoming the world. Amen. Don't you sit here and tell me you're done. You ain't done. I'm coming back in the new version. Glory to God. I got people in here who were drunk for a decade. I had a guy one time said to me I was drunk for 20 years. Drunk. Don't remember it. Drunk out of his mind. I said, you were drunk. He said, I was high for 20 years. I said, you were high for how long? <laughs> I kind of laughed. I laughed. I said, you were, he's like, bro, from 80, 80 to 90, I was stoned. And from 90 to 2000, I basically don't remember any of it. <laughs> I said, dude, you were high for 20 years. I said, high as a kite, bro. I said, you don't remember any of it? His mama, he called his mom. I'm not kidding you. He said, you got to talk to my mom. Call Oklahoma, call his mama. She said, he's been high for 20 years. She said, I would call him. He's so high, he didn't even know who I was. And I'm his mama. She said, I don't know what happened to him. Joker got saved, got his whole life turned around. I said, bro, who cares what happened from 80 to 88 to 90 to 90, 2000? I want to know what you're going to do with now in the future. Come on, baby. The devil worked on your setback. God's bringing a comeback. Come on. Who cares, man? Hey, that's all learning experience. You know what I said? Chalk it up as learning experience. <laughs> you figured out what not to do. Don't be high for decades. It'll be okay. Come on. It's funny. It's true. You can't let that rob you. This enemy's coming against you. Oh, I made mistakes. Okay, everybody. Okay, listen. Everybody in this room who's never made a mistake, you could go home early today. Okay, thank you very much. Got you with that one, huh? And everybody that has made mistakes, you got to stay longer. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Cut it out. Why are you allowed? I'm on this thing for a reason that I can't get on. Why in heaven are you sitting here with a moment in time of a choice that you made, allowing it to dictate the rest of your future? Come on. Why? A moment in time. I start right aside. Why in the heaven? Are you allowing a moment, a decision in time, a mistake, a failure, a setback? I don't know what you want to call it. Who cares? You know, let me, I, I got to do this. We failed. I prayed for people they died. Look, I'll use me. Forget about you. I prayed for people they died. I, I, I stood in the gap. It didn't work. I stood the best I could stand. I stood, I stayed. I did everything I possibly could. I stayed up at night trying to figure out the whys, the what's, the who's, the where's, the when's, the how's, the what, what's going on. I don't know. I didn't always win. Didn't look like I was winning. Jesus said it won't end in death. It'll work, turn itself out all right. But right now, it looks like, sure looks like we're losing. And you got to sit there and go. I had one one time. It was a total miracle. And then everything fell apart. And I went to God, and I said, this one's, a, this one's a doozy, man, because this one, I don't want to hear it, because we prayed here, you were here, she was dying there. They're like, it's, she's dead. There ain't no option. Prayed, believed, seen, she got up, started walking around the hospital. The doctor said, you're a miracle. i never seen anything like this in my life. And then you watch people die and go, I can't figure this one out. You know what the Lord told me? He said, you only know in part. You don't know everything. And he said, he told me something in that whole story. He said, you don't know where they were going back to. And I said, you're really sitting here telling me this thing went down. And that's when you figure out your mind's not big enough to understand God. Sometimes just say, 
leave the unknown alone and we'll ask God when we get to heaven, but don't allow an experience try to determine your doctrine. Don't, because you know what it is? You'll leave your doctrine for your experience and it's dangerous. Just keep your doctrine. Don't worry about the experience because you don't know where people are going to end up 20 years from now. God will do things that are outside of what we consider to be understanding and you'll just sit there bewildered at how this all went down and you just got to go like this. Leave it alone. That's a good one because you know what? I'll show you what it's the same thing. You're in God right now. I don't know if you would have stood in God forever. It's a, it's, a, it's a crazy place to be when it comes to loss, but it might be the place you need to go to get understanding. Because I don't know if you're going to stay in him forever, but while you're in him, he knows the end and the beginning. It's crazy. Don't try to figure it out. Just go, God, you do you. And all I know is, God, you're still good. I might not understand life, and I don't need to understand life. Because if you try to figure it out, you'll go crazy. Quit it. Stay in your doctrine. Know he's the same yesterday and today and forever. And when you get to heaven, you got eternity to talk to him about everything. He's not going anywhere. But I tell you, Rick Warren, he said this, and he blew me out, and I didn't understand when he said it. All the news cameras were on him, and he had to answer the greatest question of all. He said, I'd rather walk with God with all my questions than walk by myself with all the answers. I'd rather walk with God with all of my questions than walk by myself with all the answers. And I said, buddy, you just saved me 30 years of heartache, pal. Thank you. While the news crew sat there and said, what are you going to say, preacher, when your life doesn't look like the pages in that book you're living? I'd rather walk with God with all of my questions than walk by myself with all the answers. Jesus, what a statement, man. Next time I look, sometimes I got to go, I'm walking with God with all my questions. Don't worry, we got eternity. Trust me, we're going to be in time out, and you're coming with me. So don't worry about a thing. It's all going to be good. Look at this, Psalms 1835. This is what he said. This is what he said. You empowered me for victory. That's what God said. I gave you victory. That's what I want for you, victory. You know, one of the words that God calls himself is Jehovah Rapha. He's your healer. Jehovah Nisi. He's your brother. Jehovah victory. Come on, somebody. He's victorious for you. God's only got one mindset for you, win. He ain't got no defeating you. Listen to this right here. Look what it says. You empower me for victory with your wrap around. Ooh, come on, somebody. How about wrap around presence? He is trying to wrap you around with his presence. Your power within makes me strong to subdue. And by stooping down in, look at this. Ooh, stooping down what? He stoops down into your life. Gentleness. You strengthened me and made me great. That's what he said. He said, he said, I empower you. He's going to stoop down in your situation. But how's God, how does God give you victory? He brings his presence. This is why you got to do the things that get God's presence. Now, listen to me. I'm going to show you something here now. You get God's presence to come. God's presence doesn't just show up because he can. You got to do the right things. See, this thing. Now, we need God's presence. If you don't get God's presence, that ain't God's problem. That's you didn't call upon him. And here's the problem with this. Look at Proverbs 18. That probably, you know the one I gave you, the amplified classic one? A weak man's spirit. The spirit of a man sustains him in sickness or bodily pain and trouble, but a broken spirit, who can bear it? Amplified classic, the, with the one with the C on the end of it, says this, the spirit of man sustains him in bodily pain. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. Bodily pain and trouble. Doesn't just say sickness. It says bodily pain and trouble, but a weak spirit, who can bear it? Did you get that? How many of you got bodily pain? How many of you got trouble? See what I'm saying? Read it. I know what I'm doing. Oh, the spirit of a man sustains him in sickness. You see it? The classic one. You ain't got to read it up there. She, if she finds it, she finds it. Don't find it, trust me. Bodily pain and trouble, but a weak spirit who can bear it. When your spirit's weak, you can't stand for nothing. So trouble, oppositions, problems, tests, they're all a project when you're weak. A strong man spirit sustains him in bodily pain and trouble. There it is. Told you I was right. How many of you got bodily pain? How many of you got trouble? How many of you got life? There it is. Hello. He said, how do you overcome it? Well, God comes down and he just magic erases your life. No, that's not what he said. He said, you get strong. 
How does a man sustain in bodily pain and trouble? He said this. He said a weak spirit is broken. He said when you get a strong spirit, you start speaking to bodily pain. You start speaking to the trouble. You start speaking to life. You start speaking to everything. You got the word of God in your mouth like a sword. See, here's the problem. What happens when problems show up and you're weak? I don't want to fight. I want to eat Doritos and watch reruns. I don't want to fight. You want to fight? I don't want to fight. I want to sit back and go, I want to relax. I want to chill out, watch Netflix. Click, click, click. Come on. No. If you start feeding and getting strong, when a fight shows up, you're ready to swing. Now, you don't swing with natural hands. This ain't a physical thing. You physical, spiritual battle. Church sit here like they don't know. Did I not tell you there's an adversary getting up every day trying to figure out how to take you? I don't know. He gets so excited. I don't know what he's talking about. He's confusing me. What is he trying to say? When you wake up and you feel discouraged, that's the devil. That's not your head. Because God doesn't discourage anybody. When you wake up and you feel like you made 400,000 mistakes and you wonder where that came from, that's the devil. If it doesn't connect to life, every idea that's not life-giving, get rid of it. It's the enemy trying to slip in. He doesn't run down the street with a pitchfork in his hand and horns shooting out of his head and his tail with a red suit on going, I'm the devil, it's me. It's I'm the devil, it's me. I'm the devil, it's me. I'm the devil, I'm here to torment you. No, he's slippery, sneaky, slithery, and he's a snake, and he's a snitch, and he's a little hider, and he's a little gnat, but he's a pain and he's deceptive. And if you're not paying attention, you'll think it's your ideas. They're not your ideas. They're not your battles. It's nonsense. But here's the news. If you don't know no better, you'll take ownership of it. And now you created a nightmare for yourself. So what am I doing? I'm not being ignorant of the devices of the enemy. I'm exposing them. I'm basically punching them in the face. Yeah, because I'm not going to play with them. We're going we're gonna to see. So, this so I got to prepare. So how do I prepare? I got to be ready. Look, do you know what those guys are doing this week? Preparing a game plan to go play in the biggest game of their life. And then it's over. You better go prepare for this game plan, man. It's coming every day, and it ain't leaving until you leave the earth. Jesus said this. You know what he said? He said, let me tell you what you got in the earth, and the only thing you're going to have in the earth is tribulation. I don't know what. You better write, I'm going to give you the scripture, and everybody write this down. What do you think is going to be in the earth? Flowery bed of ease? Picnics and, 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 and parades? Come on, man. Stop this. Look at this one. Look at John 16, 33. You can put it in the King James. Now, I want you to write this down. Write down John 16, 33. You guys are doing great. I love you. I'm training you today. I'm like coaching you. That's the key. I, cho- I don't want you to think, well, my God, Pastor Chris, you should see the thoughts I had. You know what? You don't want to know the thoughts we all have. They ain't good. They ain't good. Pastor Chris, you don't want to know the thoughts I got. They ain't good. They ain't holy. Are they weird? Yeah, they got me like taking my car, running people over with it, going in reverse, riding back and forth, and just getting it over with. Is, am I the person you're thinking about? Some of you are. Well, let me see. Yeah, some of you are. These things have I spoken. You got to laugh. You guys ain't fun today. You're not you're too tight, too tense. Loosen up. Loosen up. Come on, loosen up. You're going to have some chicken wings later or whatever. <sighs> your teams are going to win. Some of your teams are going to lose. It's okay. You're going to always win with Jesus. Relax. These things have I spoken unto you. You got your hair fixed since you got married. <laughs> These things have I spoken unto you. You don't use as much gel. You notice that? He's not. <laughs> Marriage will get you like that. You know, he sent your best game. He was bringing his best game before. Now, now it's just going to be like the gel. No more gel. Feels soft though. You been using conditioner? <laughs> nice. These things have I spoken to you that in me you might have. In the world you shall have. Oh my God. <laughs> well, guess, hey, guess what tomorrow is, God, waiting for you? Go ahead, say it all together. Come on, let's hear it. <laughs> Tribulation. <laughs> so Jesus goes, Look, stay in me, and these things I'm telling you to do, you'll have peace. But if you get out of me, all you got is tribulation. How many of you are signing up for the tribulation train? Do you see it? So, like, shocker, Wednesday of this week, if you don't stay in God, you're probably going to find tribulation. Dun, 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 story at 11. No, there ain't no story at 11. It's what's waiting for you. Stay in Christ and in the principles He gave you, or you're going to have tribulation. Now, let me show you something here. Every day is going to be what? You can respond to every day properly if you can remain in Christ. 
in the things of God. I don't care what the day's bringing. It's all about how you're responding to what the day's bringing. All you got, pop that up there, please. All you got, in me you have what? Let them see that, because I really want them to see that scripture. Thank you. These things have I spoken to you. What's that, Jesus? That in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So he's saying, here's what you got outside of me, tribulation. Did you see the word trouble kind of in there? <laughs> Tribulation. <laughs> Problems, amen. You see, that's what's waiting for you. But if you stay in Christ, there's peace waiting. So how do I stay in Christ? So how do I maintain staying in Christ even though I'm going to go through all this stuff? Well, glad you asked. Here's the principles you got to put together. Now, they're basic, but they're true. Number one, strong Christians understand how to feed their spirit. Write that down. i got to learn how to feed my spirit. Write it down, write it down, write it down. Everybody say, I'm writing it down. But I know this. Well, then do it. I know I'm supposed to feed my... Did, 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 anybody this morning, did anybody this morning, did somebody feed you this morning? Look, if some of you guys got your wife feeding your grapes, God bless you, all right? I don't know what you're doing. You might be at the next Jimmy Evans seminar. Did somebody take a spoon this morning with the little Cheerios on there and put them in your mouthie? And then you come to church, right? I love this one. I, I go to that church, I don't get fed. Shut up. Shut up with your little Christianese nonsense. I don't want to hear. So stupid. Did somebody come to your house this morning and go, hello, little buttercup, here's your little English muffin, let's put it in your mouthie. You do your mouthie? You put it in your mouthie? You put it in your mouthie? I don't want you to do it in your mouthie. Did somebody feed you this morning? I go there, I don't get fed. Shut up, you don't get fed. Does anybody go to your house and feed you? Okay, come here. Come here, little buttercup. I'm going to take the gospel of John and jam it down your throat. Are you kidding me? You got to eat your own food. Who got up this morning and ate their own food? Who got up this morning and put their own little cereal in the bowl or cooked their eggs and ate it? Come on, wake up. Let's go. You got to put spiritual food in you. Nobody's going to come in there and go, oh, here you go, little bookie-cookie-bookie-wickaboo. Put you your mouthy foodie. Come on, stop this craziness, will you? You got to feed your spirit. Your spirit being means food. Don't you realize you're a spirit being? No Bible, no breakfast. Try that one on for size. I guarantee you start becoming a word warrior. No, I know I told him I tricked myself. I said, no Bible, no coffee. Praise be to God, sir. What time do we read? Yes, sir, I'll be here early. I'll even comb my hair for the event. Hallelujah. Hey, oh, you got a little thing going there. That's nice. You like that? A little downspout right there? That's cool. I like it. Hey, come on, right? No Bible, no breakfast. What do you got to do? No Bible, no breakfast. Discipline. Wigglesworth said this. He said, you feed your spirit a snack, but you feed your body three more meals a day. Come on, right? How many of you do this one? You ever do this? Really, I'm in the mood for something. You ever get like that? You know, you go see the meat man, go see Joe, right? I'm really believing God for a nice porterhouse steak. I don't believe. How many got some chicken wings on your mind today with this game? How many got some, come on, some super side? Hey, a little bit, you know, a little bit. Boris Edda can hook you up over here, my guy, you know what I mean? A little super side, a little cup of coal, nice. Make a little sandwich, hey, nice. Praise the Lord. I told the other day, they said, what are you on? I said, I'm on a Mediterranean diet. They said, well, that's eating like fish and stuff. I said, no, it's salami, Mediterranean, Italian food. There you go, you eat salami, Mediterranean diet. It's good for you. Eat some salami, all right? No, what am I saying? You, get, you get, get, get desires for stuff, right? Don't you? Come on now. Right? Come on. Okay, when's the last time you go, ooh, I'm really desiring John chapter 3. Psalm 119, we really feel good right now. You have to feed your spirit. Now listen, that's why I knocked this, this, this stuff. You guys, that's why I built that app. I want you in it, and I want you doing it. Why? Because I know you're not going to sit there and feed yourself all day. I put it on a plate. Now, if you don't need it, that's your fault. I understand you guys are not. I was in Bible school. I wasn't reading my Bible. Come on. Wake up. I know where you're at. Come on. Hello? Quick, get in, get it, but get it. When's the last time you prayed in the Holy Ghost? Okay. Yeah, the three of you did pray this morning. Okay, out of the room, that ain't, the odds ain't tipping the scale. Okay, so I'm going to come alongside you and champion you. That's why I want you to get the app, put the app in there, because I'm going to go pray in tongues with you five minutes on the way to work. I'm done trying to figure this out. I'm just coming alongside of you and dragging you with me. That's what a coach does. You pay me, you pay me 
I love that. I love when I say that. You go to work and you pay me to come alongside of you and help you do it. And I got no problem with it. I like it. I love it. I love it. Go to work, make a bunch of money, and then just plug me in for 15 minutes a day and we'll do this thing together. Why? It one hand washes the other. Guys, I love it. I love the lingo of it. It probably aggravates the devil. Good. Let him get mad. Punch him in his face. Guess what? You don't have to do the work. I'll do the work and lay it right in front of you. Just eat it. I'll do the work, put it right in front of you. Eat it. Take it. Pick it up. You don't like it? Jump on my back. I'll carry you. Let's go. Because if I needed you, you'd help me. See, there's the difference in partnership. We're in this thing. Come on. You see what I'm saying? So let's go. Don't figure out how you got it. Just say, hey, it's going to be served up and set up and waiting for me. Just eat it. I'm going to get up and be there in the morning. Good. Good. And then go, I got it. And then go out and build it, create it, do it. And then God, you know what you see? You're going to start tasting and seeing the Lord is good, and you're going to get even hungrier for more. And then you're going to go digging, and you're going to go ahead, but you got to start feeding it. So just do one thing. I told you. Take 52 scriptures, take a scripture a week, put it on an index card, get one scripture a week, eat it, digest it, meditate on it, take two, that's 104 a year, you put them in your garden in your heart, what's your spirit life going to look like in a year? These guys are reading Leviticus, who cares what Leviticus says? I don't even care what Leviticus says. Brother Hagin said, live in the epistles, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, live in the epistles written to the church, he's right. What I care, what I care. Uh, you ever read like, oh, and Noah built the ark and the gopher wood, who cares? What is gopher wood anyway? What is this? It's good, it's great knowledge. If you got extra time, read it. But guess what? In the life we're living, I don't have that much time for you to be reading stuff you don't have nothing to do with because guess what? It doesn't make a difference about your future. Stay in the scriptures that change your life. Right now, if you're not feeling good, you go get some healing scriptures. You put them in you. Right now, you need to prosper. You go get some money scriptures. You put them in there. You got to put them in that business. Put in there. You got marriage problems? Well, God put together. No man will put us under. Uh, go find what you're living in. You got mind stuff? God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. That's where you stay. That's what you eat. That's what you do. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hearing and hearing by the word. And you say it out of your mouth because your tongue is the pen of a ready writer writing upon the tablet of my heart. I'm putting it in my heart. I'm putting it in my ear. I put it in my mouth. I put it in my heart. I put it in my ear. I put it in my mouth. I put it in my heart. I put it in my ear. I put it in my mouth. I put it in my heart. I put it in me. I'm putting it in me. I'm planting a garden of my life. And then next time the devil says, oh, here you are. Say, bro, you picked on the wrong joker today. I, it's rain. It's rain. You're going to look like God. He ain't going to know the difference. And say the name of Jesus, he'll freak out. Because right. he don't know if it's you or him. And guess what? You're the same, so don't worry about it. Just He gave you his name. You're going to say Jesus. You think the devil sees you when you say Jesus? Mm-mm. 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 I told you what happened. That time I went to India, and they freaked me out. I threw that demon-possessed person up there on that platform. I said, great. Yeah, they did. I told you that story. I preach there's 5,000 people in the building. I wasn't even supposed to go. You love this stuff. Here, 5,000 people, no joke. If there wasn't five, this is no exaggeration. This is no stretch of the imagination. If there was 5,000, there was 6,000. I don't play with numbers. I made Sean one time run in the top of the thing and count the people. We went to this place in Infile, and I said, count it. I don't, these guys told me there's 10,000 people. They're smoking crack. There ain't 10,000 people in this building. I said, get me right numbers. I don't got to play this evangelistic extract. Extra, they, they, they call it evangelistic elasticity. They, they stretch everything. I ain't in all that nonsense. Tell me the truth. I said, there's 5,000 people in this building. I was supposed to preach for eight minutes. They all quit. My, my boy, eight minutes, eight minute wonder. He done. He quit. Got cotton mouth. They're throwing water bottles. I thought T.L. Osborne, was, I thought it was going to be a T.L. Osborne crusade. It was a nightmare on Elm Street. Throwing water bottles and I'm thinking, this is crazy. I want to go home. I wasn't even supposed to be here. And I'm, I'm on this platform, and I'm like, this is nuts. I, I didn't sign up for this. I'm supposed to give an altar call and go home. This guy's quitting, and we got 5,000 people looking at us, and I'm scared. So don't tell me you got it all together when you do all this stuff. That's a bunch of baloney. All these people tell you you got it together lying. And I'm like, what are they going to do? And they got these demon-possessed people flopping on the floor like fish and all this stuff. And this stuff's real. You know, don't get all nervous. All your first-time visitors, you'll be all right. And I'm thinking, well, let's just, let's just call it a wrap. Let's get somebody saved. He's like, well, what are you going to do? you going to get her well? I'm like, how are you going to do it? And they drag her up on a stage. I was like, why don't you well, just leave her down there? This will be good. Right, this will work. God said he could work from a distance. I'll be bringing her up here. And they grabbed her. She had long hair. They grabbed her by her hair and dragged her. Two guys. Right, her hair went in up in there. I ain't got no hair, but you got hair. You got drag, drag her by her head, and she's bouncing around. I said, this is great. 
I said, why in the world are you bringing her up here? Leave her down there. God, oh, my buddy's like, oh, and here comes the evangelist. I was like, well, Benny Hinn better come popping out behind this curtain. Otherwise, we got a lot of problems, bro, because I don't know what the heck's going on. I never seen nothing like this. They didn't tell you this in Bible school. All these world evangelists, oh, it's good. All the people get saved. They bring canes and crutches. Not my meeting. They threw water bottles, full water bottles at me. I'm on a platform chucking bottles at me. I said, this is like, dude, this is like the Blues Brothers, man, or something. This is bad. With no cage. I'm going, bro, drag her up there by the head. Keith, I'm not exaggerating. Wrapped up, drag her up there. I was like, oh, my God, what are you bringing her up here for? And the Lord said something to me, I'll never forget. He said, three steps, you go over or under. I said, what did you say? He said, in three steps, I'm sitting in this thing. I had a grand poobah chair. The back of the chair looked like them things, those picture windows in the back, those archy pig old <laughs> That chair, I'm not exaggerating. They put you in this chair. You look like you were somebody, but you trust me, I wasn't nobody because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I had this chair. This chair had to have a high back. It was higher than there. And I'm sitting in this chair like this. 5,000 people in a room. Water bottles come flying up. Here comes the great evangelist. I'm like, Benny, you back there? Benny! Let's T.L. Osborne comes running out from behind there. You got a lot of problems because I'm leaving. I sit in the chair, and I'm like freaking out going, this is not going to be good. And I heard this voice right inside. Next three steps, you go over or under. It's up to you. So noisy in there. So quiet in me. Next three steps, you go over or you go under. That's up to you. What do you mean? You're going to decide what happens when you walk from here to there. It's not up to me. It's up to you. The next three steps, you decide whether we go over or we go under. You know what I thought of? Long plane ride to get here. It's going to be a long ride home. Not going for it. People got babies in here. People sick. Messed up. 5,000 people, man. No exaggeration. I'm just going to go for it because bottom line is this. I don't know what to do, but I'm just going to give it a shot. And three steps, boom, boom, boom. It was like, boom, boom, boom. And here they come bringing her. I never forget it as long as I live. They dragged her up there. And this poor lady was so whacked out, she slithered backwards when I walked near her. And I heard this net, that voice, I heard that voice so clear. He said, she don't see you, she sees me. I said, what do you mean? He said, she don't see you, she sees me. She sees the nail-pierced hands in a blood-stained banner. I said, what did he say? She said, she don't see you, she, she sees me. She sees nailed, but it's me. But no, 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 she don't see you, she sees me in you. She sees in a different realm than you see in. She sees blood-stained hands. She sees nail-pierced hands. I never forget as long as I live. I got a screwed up because my head's a little okay right now. She sees nail-pierced hands and a blood-stained Banner, go do the work. And man, we got her, we got her free and stuff. Sorry, but now that ain't about me. That's about, I was scared out of my mind, ready to go home. I'm telling you where I was at. Next three steps, you're going to decide whether you go over or under. What are you going to do tomorrow? What are you going to do when you're looking at opposition? What are you going to do when you start looking at these things are coming out my mind like a machine gun. I want them to stop. It's coming so hard at my head. It's phys my physical body. I don't know if I can get up today. It's coming. It ain't, a matter of it ain't a matter of if. It's a matter of when. Stop living this delusional Christianity. It's a matter of, of when. But what are you going to do when when shows up? What are you going to do when, 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 when you got, are you going to, Next three steps, you're going to decide. Go put that word in your mouth and speak it. You're going you're gonna to pick up that Bible and confess it. You're going you're gonna to tell the devil, hey, devil, it's, it's written. It's written. It's written. How many times I got to tell you it's written? 
He starts showing you pictures of his pa- your past. He starts telling you, look at you, look at you, look at you, look at, hey, 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 it's written. It's written. It's written. How many times I got to tell you it's written? How dense are you? I'll stay, I got all day. It's written. It's written. It's written. What's for Oh, he want to show you about, oh, you messed up. Now nah, I'm a new creature in Christ, never been one like me before. I'm a brand new species of being. I'm not the old me. I'm a brand, I'm a 2021 prototype of something you've never seen before. I'm something new. I'm brand new. I'm coming out better than ever. I'm coming out better. This is the best version of me you ever seen. You don't know who I am. I'm training. Train in silence and shine in the light, baby. Train in silence. What you do in darkness, God said, I'll reward before men. Close the door and get in that quiet place and get close to God and get God on you. He said this, when you pray, shut the door. Go in private with your father that sees in private, but he'll reward you. You're going to come out like a brand new version. They're not going to even understand it. I don't even care if they understand it. The devil ain't going to understand it. So something happened to you. Remember that in the Bible? They said, who are these men? They must have been with God. Who are these men? Who are these women? They must have been, they've been with Jesus. Something about him got on them, and now they look like him, act like him, talk like him, they are him. Three steps. Three steps of changing your life. I'm going to be the doer that word. He said, look, the rain's coming, the storm's coming, we done. Come on, the rain's coming, the storm's coming. He said, come on, man, the rain, the rain ain't, the rain's coming, the storm's coming, the problems are coming, the stress of life's coming. But I got news for you. Here's the news I got for you. He who makes it is he who builds his house on the rock. It ain't an option if the storms are coming. The storms are coming, but the overcomer is he that built his house on the rock. Come on, stand up on your feet. Let's just do this. Lift your hands to heaven. Today, make a difference in your life by telling them this. I'm going to take them three steps. I felt, I felt so strong with that. I'm taking them three steps. Next time it comes, I'm making the three steps to change. Matter of fact, if you're in here today, I feel that. I'm going to need some help. Just not a lot, a lot of help. But if you're in here today, close your eyes. This is not for everybody, but you feel like, I got to take those three steps to change. I know it's me. I want you to come down to the altar right now. You say, I got to get those three steps to change. Come on. There's a handful of you. I could pick you up. Come on. Let's go slow. I'm being serious. That ain't everybody, but it's like, I got to make those three steps. I'm going to let this spirit of God quicken me. Come down here. As soon as you come down here, lift your hands to heaven. I'm going to come down. I can touch you. I'm the safest person in the building now. <laughs> I just had that idea. I'm the safest person in the building now. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm all shot out. As soon as you come down here, lift your hands to heaven. You want to help me? You can help me. As soon as you come down here, you can help me. Lift your hands to heaven. I knew this wasn't for everybody. I felt like there'd be like 15 people around there. But this ain't for everybody. I'm going to go real slow. As soon as you come down here, lift your hands to heaven. Close your eyes. As soon as you lift your hands to heaven, close your eyes. I'm going to lay hands on you. But here's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna go anything real quick, so don't worry about it. There's about a handful of you, you're gonna make them three steps, you're not, you're not going back. You're gonna make those three steps, you're not going back. You make these three steps, you're not going back. You make these three steps, you're not going back. We're gonna go real slow, I'm not in a race. But some of you in here, you need the anointing to help you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna produce that for you today. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna anoint you. I felt that, Sean. Look at get in front, yeah, stay here. Ain't for everybody, but it's for somebody, hey, man. I'm going to anoint you for this next season. Sometimes you got to have that on you. You know, lay, lay hands on the sick, sick recover. But he said he anointed them to separate you. I'm going to anoint you. So you come down here, close your eyes, though, because I'm going to hit you with the, like 220. So if you stand up, you stand up, you fall down. I don't care if you stand up, fall down. I don't care what happens to you. Somebody will catch you if you fall, but don't worry about all that. All right? I'm just believing God. I'm going to anoint you fresh and anew. The power of God's going to come on you. Fresh and anew right there. Boom. I'm going to go slow. I told you that. We're going to go real, real slow. Real, real slow. I'm going to follow the anointing, Sean. I'm going to trace it. I'm going to track it. Real slow, real slow, real slow. We're just going to follow. Right there in Jesus' name. 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 Get ready. ready for a whole new life. The decision you made, I'm talking to you, so I know you know. The decision you made to follow the anointing is now going to give you the power to live the life you always wanted to live. Now, right now, in Jesus' name. Hey, boom, oh, I see anointing, boom, there it is, there it is, real slow, real still, real slow, real still, real slow, pow, watch oh, the anointing, works like, works, works, yeah, slow, easy, hey, 
Real slow, real easy, real slow, real easy. We're going to go real slow, real simple, real slow, real easy, real slow. Next season is going to be your best season. Now you just got to surrender everything God's got for you. I know it ain't easy, but you can do it. There it is. You can do it. You can do this thing. You can do this thing. Man, yep, brand new door open to you. Yeah, you got to take them three steps. Well, you already made a decision today. Something may even happen in this last little period of time. You're close. You're getting closer. Now you're going to get ready. You're going to step in this anointing, brand new and fresh and new. You got favor all over you. In Jesus' name. You got it all over you. Yeah, just take it. Yeah, you do. We're good. You cool? You calm? Bam. She already got it on her. Bam. It's going to go in your body. You don't know. It's more than just healing. Right there. There you go. There you go. You're going to prosper too. You got favor. She got favor to make money. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Next season's going to be great. This next season's going to be great. Wasn't easy, but he's going to be faithful. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God led you. God led you. God's leading you. God's guiding, and God's going to open brand new doors for you to see and know. There you go. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Change. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Here we go. One, two, three, simple. Power. One, two, three, simple. Power. One, two, three, simple. Power. There you go. There you go. There you go. It's all coming out. All that stuff's going to come out. There's a lot of pain. It's going to go. It's going to go. It's going to go. You can keep her. You got her? It's cool. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. 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 Come on, Dave. I won't go quick. Good? Power in Jesus' name. Brand new season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the Lord. 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 Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the anointing. That's the anointing. Now. It's working. Brand new season. No more fear. No more worry. No more fret. Brand new. One decision away. It's one decision away. It's one decision away. That's all it is. God's one decision away at a greater level. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. There it is. Jesus' name. There's peace. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. Right now. Now. Peace. Sometimes you got to lay in the presence of the Lord. It's good for you. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands to heaven if you're out there. I'm believing God. God's doing brand new good stuff in here. You can feel it. Now listen, if you're out there, just know that say, I'm going to put these basics together and I'm going to have the best year of my life. I'm going to apply this word and we're going to coach you and help you and get you there, all right? So just lift your hands to heaven and say, Jesus, thank you for leading me, guiding me, helping me. Let me see and let me know the basics I got to apply to my spiritual life to transform my life. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Come on, clap. You did great. You're awesome. Listen now. Listen now. You ain't got to be in a rush. You ain't got to be in a rush. Just go slow. But listen now. I want you to go home, and I just want you to start applying the little truths, all right? Starting tomorrow. Put a little word. Put a little extra in there, and you knock this thing out. You guys got the capacity to do this, and I know you're going to do it, all right? I love you. God bless you. Have a great time. Oh, is that Bible school? Hey, look, here's the deal. I haven't gotten a chance to talk about it. I know they shared it last week. IBTC online is, I designed that thing because I went to Bible school. And let me just do this. Let me, let me just take a minute so you can get this because you need to hear this. You don't have to sit, but I'm gonna, I just don't want to rush it. Okay? You, could, you don't have to. You stand up. I'm not going to be long. I went to Bible school. I got to leave. I left the business. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you what I do. I leave my business. I had to leave this thing, and I had to go all the way to Oklahoma to get trained. It was great. It was my journey. I came back. I'm like, this ain't going to work for half the people I know. Then I passed through the church. I said, 90% of the people are not going to be able to go to Bible school. Okay, cool. Oh, you're going to do Believer's Authority. Awesome. Beautiful. So it's free for you to try it. So this is what I said. So this is what I said. I said, soccer moms. I was like, how is this mom going to leave? She can't go to school. We're going to go to Oklahoma. I said, this prototype don't work. You got to bring the training to the local church because 90% of the people I know, 
got to get a new job, got to sell their house, got to get a new profession, got to leave your kids and family school. They can't do it. Now, it was good back in whenever, but it, ain't, it didn't work for me. So I said, I know what I'm going to do. We're going to create a Bible school. We're going to get it fully accredited, and we're going to bring it to the church people, and you can do it at your own pace online. They're like, okay. So I go get accredited with Transworld Accreditation, who accredits now every major Bible school in America. Now, I'm not putting us at the same level of like, oh, we're like, I don't want to say things out loud because then you get in trouble. Every major Bible school, including where I went, is accredited with the same accreditation that you would get accredited with going to our school. It ain't no flaking bake thing. I designed it based upon what I knew. Yeah, it ain't no flaky like paper mill. You get a paper. You know what I mean? It ain't about that. It's harder because they make you do spiritual stuff. Okay, so then I said, okay, so then I said, what about my soccer moms? I swear, I swear to you, that was why I designed this. I said, how in the world, now this is what I meant by soccer mom. You're a mom, you're home, you're doing all this stuff, you got kids. How is this lady going to go get trained? She got four kids at home, or you got kids at home, and you got a husband with a job, and how is she going to get trained? She wants to learn, but she can't learn, and she can't leave, and she can't move, and she can't go, and she can't even go to Orlando every night for crying out loud to do this. I said, this is stupid. Create a school online. You do it at your own place. You can do it at 3 o'clock in the morning if you got it. Do it with your pajamas on Saturday morning. I don't care when you do it. Do it. Now your excuse for Bible school is over. You got no excuse. We're giving you Believer's Authority IBTC. It's free. Try it. It's all video. It's simple. You watch the video. It's eight hours of teaching on Believer's Authority. You take a test. I don't even care what your grade is in the test, to tell you the truth. Don't get the test. Some of you don't test well. Who cares? Fail the test, but learn the life lesson. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.